welcome to the 519th episode of Travel It's Radio. I'm your host, Dan Schlossberg, along with co-host Mary Ellen Nugent-Lee, and we are in the 12th season of Travel It's Radio, the show that lets you enjoy the pleasures of travel from the comfort of your armchair. Every week at this time, we talk to people representing destinations, hotels, airlines, railroads, car rental companies, and others in the world of travel and hospitality, from authors and bloggers to broadcasters and publicists. If it's got anything to do with travel, it's got everything to do with Travelitch Radio. And tonight, we proudly present Ellen Liston, Public Relations Manager for the Dollywood Company, Welcome, Ellen, to Travelitch Radio. Hey, guys. It's so good to be on with you. Uh, it is, it's really a great, anytime's a great time of year to come to Dollywood, but excited to tell you a little bit about what's coming up soon. Sounds good to us. Dollywood is by far the most popular ticketed attraction in the Great Smoky Mountains. But how did this top-rated destination come to be Dollywood? Well, you know, that's a great question. There's actually been a theme park of some kind on the present Dollywood site since the early 1960s. And it went through several changes of hand, um, most notably to the Hershen family, who also owns Silver Dollar City in Branson, Missouri. They bought it and opened it as Silver Dollar City in the late 1970s. And in 1982, somebody y'all may have heard of, Dolly Parton, uh, did an interview with Barbara Walters, and Barbara Walters said, well, what's next for you? So 9 to 5 had just come out. Dolly was working on a lot of different types of things. And she said, you know, probably my biggest goal right now is at some point in the not-too-distant future, I want to go home to my hometown, my home area of Great Smoky Mountains in East Tennessee, and I want to open a theme park. I've even got a name for it. I want to call it Dollywood. And Dolly, in true Dolly fashion, she just she's always had lots of big dreams and uh, really loved the idea of doing something for her family back home where they could work and entertain people and have jobs for people in our area. And Barbara Walters was kind of like, oh, that's cute. And so a couple of years later, um, Dolly was able to meet up with the Hershen family. She was in town, and um, they they started talking. And, of course, who wouldn't want to be a partner with Dolly Parton? But Dolly also, such a smart businesswoman, and here were these people who knew how to run a theme park, wanted to incorporate all her creativity and ideas and entertainment, and on May 3rd, 1986, we opened as Dollywood, and we've grown from, at that time, for the first 10, 12 years, we were a much smaller park, more regional in scope. To last year, we were named number one theme park in the country by TripAdvisor. So um, I think it kind of shows the power of a dream and kind of knowing what a good fit is for your tourism business 
and we love doing new things every year with with Dolly as our dreamer in chief. Well, it's no secret that much of Dollywood's success is due to Dolly herself. Her genuine charm and love for people have made Dollywood a special place to visit. Does Dolly spend much time at Dollywood these days? You know, it just kind of depends on what her projects are that she's doing. We were just talking today that this time last year we were wrapping up an entire month of Dolly being with us at Dollywood because she filmed her Christmas movie in entirety at Dollywood. Um, this mm. year she's been there several times. She was She's always there when we open for the season. She was there when we opened our Big Bear Mountain roller coaster in May. And she'll be back sometime in November as we get ready to open our second resort called Heart Song Lodge and Resort. So um, she's there more often than people think, but literally the essence of who Dolly is and what she stands for is at Dollywood every day. Well, Dollywood Parks and Resorts is more than just Dollywood, as you mentioned. Tell us about the water park and other attractions. So our water park is called Dollywood Splash Country. It is located adjacent to Dollywood. So we actually share like a big parking lot and and that type of thing. But it's open seasonally, and it's just an unbelievably beautiful park because it, too, is located in the foothills of the Great Smoky Mountains. And we're really excited because normally this will be our last weekend to be open. We normally open Mother's Day weekend and close Memorial Day weekend, but we are actually going to be open for two more weekends after um, excuse me, after Labor Day. So, um, season going a little bit longer this year. Excited about that. And then, you know, we have one resort that's been open since 2015 called Dollywood Dream More Resort and Spa. Our second resort opens in November. Dolly also has several dinner shows uh, in the Pigeon Forge area. So there's a lot to see and do that have a little touch of Dolly um, when you come to the beautiful Great Smoky Mountains. Well, every year, Tennessee's Will Travel folks publish an ultimate guide to Dollywood's roller coasters, some of which hold records. What is the latest from the little ones to the thrill seekers? Well, as I mentioned, we just opened our latest roller coaster. It's called Big Bear Mountain. And Dolly was here as normal to open up whatever's new. And it is the it has a couple of firsts for Dollywood. It is our the longest track of any coaster at our theme park at right at four thousand linear feet. And we have in-car audio that tells the story as you're going in search of the Big Bear um, that is so exciting. We have never had that before, and people have been telling us that it really, really adds to that experience. But we've got a lot of other great coasters, most notably Thunderhead, which is a wooden coaster, um, Wild Eagle, which is was the first winged coaster, and Lightning Rod, which was the first steel launch wooden coaster, all of which place really consistently in the top ten of 
coasters around the country. So we're really excited about that. Probably other than the new Big Bear Mountain, which we call a family coaster because it doesn't go upside down, uh, doesn't go over 50 miles an hour, has some thrills, but also is only you only have to be 39 inches to ride. So it's a lot of times people, it's going to be kids' first coaster when they come for, with their family, but it's not too wild so that kids, parents, grandparents, Trevor's Traveling and your party can all go together. Other than that, my favorite coaster is um, a coaster that actually predates Dollywood to our Silver Dollar City days called Blazing Fury, which is a dark ride. And it's one of those rides that now literally three and four generations of families have enjoyed, and it's truly a park favorite. East Tennessee showcases the four seasons to their finest advantage. What's the best season to visit Dollywood? Let's not forget Christmas time. Well, it's becoming so hard for me to pick a favorite season. Since I was a kid, Christmas, always my favorite. I'm the person that has, you know, four or five Christmas trees in my house. Um, So Christmas is an amazing time to come to the Great Smoky Mountains themselves. But at Dollywood alone, we have six million lights that are in everything from displays to lights on trees to actually this morning I was talking to some of our crew that actually started in mid-July putting lights on the backs of buildings for when the train um, takes its loop through the park. It it takes um, a few, more more than just a few days to turn all those lights, put all those lights up throughout the 165 acres of our park. Um, Amazing entertainment, of course, great holiday food. Um, But honestly, we have gotten to where every season is something special. We have an award-winning flower and food festival that now starts in mid-April and runs through around the first week of June. Then we have a huge summer celebration festival, our harvest festival featuring great pumpkin luminites, which is the nighttime part of that experience. Um, So spring, summer, fall, winter, there literally, no matter what time you come, there is something fun to do, but Christmas is probably still my favorite. (laughs) Dollywood's Harvest Festival is coming up pretty soon. What are some of the fun activities and packages available for that? We, We actually, you know, we do things big. So we don't just have a couple of weeks of a spring festival or a Christmas festival or Harvest Festival. So our Harvest Festival actually opens on September 20th and goes all the way through October 30th. So it's almost two festivals in one because it's a great daytime experience. There's um, literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of concerts throughout the festival that are, everything is part of the admission during our festivals. We don't have an add-on price. It's just when you come, you get everything. It's part of the special event that's going on. So great entertainment. Lots of different genres of music, from country to Americana to gospel 
that are on inside and outside stages, some roaming characters. We have amazing food during the harvest. If you like pumpkin, there is pumpkin everything on the menu from pumpkin bisque to actually we have this delicious pumpkin barbecue sauce that we have on, for example, a pulled pork sandwich. And, of course, lots of yummy pumpkin goodies that you can get in our bakery and at different places throughout the park. And then as dusk becomes nighttime, everything glows to life with literally probably this year, I know the figure is somewhere close to 13,000 carved pumpkins. And those pumpkins might be standalone. They might be part of a display. I personally love the bat pumpkins. Um, that are at our Mystery Mine ride, and um, they're a little spooky. Nothing we do is scary during our Harvest Festival. Again, our thing is we want families to be together, enjoy things together, make memories together. Um, but then these pumpkins, all kinds of lights, so many pumpkins, just a fun way to spend an autumn evening when things are getting a little bit cooler down in the Smokies. It can still be a little warm, but it always gets a little crisper in that nighttime air. And I'll tell you what else, nothing quite like riding one of our big roller coasters, um, doing total inversions, loop-the-loop, while you're watching all these amazing displays of pumpkins down below. That sounds great. And speaking of trains... At Travelwitch Radio, we love all things trains. Engine 192, a coal-fired steam engine from the park's Rebel Railroad days, is a World War II veteran also. This U.S. Army Transportation Corps S118 steam locomotive supported the American war effort by transporting essential supplies and is still taking visitors on scenic rides through the Smoky Mountains when they visit Dollywood. What's that like? It's probably my favorite ride, quite honestly, and we actually are lucky enough to have two engines. Um, one is actually their, their semi, they're kind of sisters. One is called Klondike Katie. One is called Cinderella. And, you know, you mentioned our Christmas festival. They both get a little bit decked out in light and wreaths during the holidays as well. It's about a 20 to 25-minute ride through the park. Um, it kind of goes up into the mountain area a little bit. Just a great, relaxing way to sit back, ride on a train that not a lot of people have an experience with anymore because it is a coal-fired steam engine. It carries about 550 people, and Anyone can ride it and enjoy that, and it's so much fun to see several generations of families being together and kind of the wow on kids' faces, especially when they ride it for the first time, but also maybe the grandparents remembering riding something similar with their grandparents when they were kids. And I will tell you a little secret. It's Dolly's favorite ride at Dollywood. All right. We're talking tonight with Ellen Liston about Dollywood. Ellen, 
everyone raves about the cinnamon bread at Dollywood, but what's up with the 25-pound apple pie at the Spotlight Bakery? 25 was a big milestone for us. So when we hit our 25th season, the different park teams decided that they would do something big to commemorate that anniversary. So that was 13 years ago. We're now in our 38th season. But our culinary team thought, well, what's, what's more American than apple pie? goes apple great. Pie. And so they thought, well, what if we made a 25-pound apple, used 25 pounds of apples and made a huge apple pie, and we serve it in a giant cast iron skillet, and it was so popular um, in terms, so one of those big 25-pound apple pies, we do, we sell it in eight slices from one apple pie. Yes, they are very large, very delicious. Um, it could probably feed a family of four to six, just depending on how, how much your family likes dessert, and I mean, who doesn't? Or we mm-hmm. have had a lot of people that actually order them, order the whole pie, take the whole pie home with them. Um, for It's a great groom cake that people have ordered for family reunions. Um, parties that they just want to do something different. And if you do that, you get to keep the big cast iron skillet. It was just something that was introduced as a way to commemorate a special year for us. And it just kind of stuck. And, I mean, of course, it's a giant apple pie. (laughs) And now Dollywood's popular dining spot, Aunt Granny's Restaurant, has been named by USA Today as one of the top ten best theme park restaurants in the country. And not everyone knows that Aunt Granny is a nod to the nickname given to Dolly by her nieces and nephews. But there are 25 places to eat at Dollywood Resorts. What kind of fare do they offer? We offer a little bit of everything, and I love that we're giving folks a little bit of Dolly trivia, too, while they're listening to us tonight. Um, <laughs> if, if you want good Southern country cooking. Aunt Granny's is a great place to go. Um, I will tell you a couple of my favorites. One of them is has similar fare to Aunt Granny's, um, just kind of food that makes you happy, very much comfort mm-hmm. food. And it's called, it's another granny name. It's called Granny Ogle's Ham and Beans. And Granny Ogle is. Dolly's best friend growing up, her mama. So that's a little homage to another person in Dolly's life. But it is things like we have a meatloaf stacker, which is unbelievably delicious with meatloaf stacked on top of mashed potatoes and the green beans are stacked on top of that. Has gravy and it's all served with a, a pan of cornbread. That is my kind of food. So there's things mm. like that and pot roast and actually just you can get pinto beans and greens and cornbread. Again, just very southern fare. Um, but we also have a, a full sit-down restaurant called the Front Porch Cafe. And in there we really have, you know, you have to be very sensitive to 
allergies and food sensitivities with people. So that is a place that, now there's all kinds of great food. I also love to eat there. But if you've got some kind of a sensitivity to a food that kind of caters to um, folks that have that that kind of issue. Um, and then I love a foot long corn dog as well. Um, and we've started to do a lot more things that maybe is a food that you know, but then we put a little Appalachian and Southern twist, mountain twist on it. Perfect example is an item that we have introduced um, this year that people have just loved is a different kind of a taco because instead of a regular taco shell, the shell is a baked sweet potato. And Ooh. so all the delicious taco toppings, imagine that in a sweet potato. And for our harvest festival, we're topping that sweet potato with barbecue chicken um, and several other things that um, I don't know about. I think that's almost worth just planning a trip to take that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so lots of variety, different things. Lots of great what people want, like theme park food, like um, a foot-long hot dog and a corn dog and great hamburgers and fries, but lots of different fare that people really, really enjoy, and we're just, we're known for our good food. Hmm. Well, I understand that Dollywood's Tennessee Mountain Home in the Rivertown Junction area is a two-room replica of Dolly's childhood home. Why is this a must-see for visitors to the park? When people come to Dollywood, one of the things, like you all asked just a little while ago, is like, is Dolly there? How often is she there? And this replica of the home that she grew up in with her 11 brothers and sisters, probably about five or six miles from where Dollywood stands today. When we opened in 1986, her mother um worked with her bro- with Dolly's brother who was in construction and he actually built the house for us and then Dolly's mom uh, looked at remembering all the things that were in the house some of them are original belongings but things that she remembered in terms of how the house was decorated everything from quilts and kind of mismatched dishes and glasses mm. and just little items that there's a um, there's a calendar from the, I believe it's from the late 40s when Dolly, you know, was a little girl. And in the last several years, we have done, um, it's on our entertainment schedule, we have two actresses that play Dolly and her mom. And they do a little um, show that's kind of a reenactment, so to speak, of the Coat of Many Colors and Tennessee Home, two of Dolly's, two of her favorite songs of mine, as well as so many others. And Dolly actually narrates this. Um, It is part of our summer entertainment calendar. And it's just... Um, 
it, it's just so heartwarming. And I also tell people sometimes during the summer when that is going on, um, you might actually see it, see Dolly. Now, it's someone playing Dolly as a little girl, but, hey, that's pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> and the beautiful Robert S. Thomas Chapel is named for the doctor who delivered Dolly Parton. Is it true that the chapel holds church services every Sunday the park is open? It is true. We are one of the only theme parks um, in the country that we know of. We know Dollywood and our sister park, Silver Dollar City, both have a full-time chaplain who not only um, works with all of our employees, but he is our pastor during uh, services. These are interdenominational. They're not very long. Um, but we have them every Sunday that the park is open, and starting in March and running all the way through the end of our season, which ends this year, actually, and next year, because we don't close until January 6th. But during our regular season, for example, this Sunday, the worship service will be at 1130. But when we go to our Christmas festival and... It, we open a little bit later in the day. The service is at 4.30. And um, we love having folks come and, and just walking through the church as well. It's a great, quiet place. Um, it was also featured in, it's been featured in several of Dolly's movies. Late, um, the, most, um, the most recent was last year, Dolly's holiday movie that she shot at Dollywood featured the church very prominently and also mm-hmm. during every festival that we have but in particular the um, Harvest Festival and our Smoky Mountain Christmas Festival we have carolers there, gospel entertainers so it becomes a stage where just a very uplifting message through music can be heard as well so uh, wherever Dolly is, she loves to have a place that has a place of worship. So Dollywood is no different since we're Dolly's theme park. We're talking tonight with Ellen Liston about Dollywood. Um, Dan, do you want to jump in here? Yes, because we're just about out of time. Uh, really quickly, since 1992, Dollywood has been an advocate for protecting America's eagles and Dollywood's Eagle Mountain Sanctuary is the largest presentation of non-releasable bald eagles in the U.S. How does that partnership with the American Eagle Foundation work? Just really quickly, Ellen. They were just looking for a partner that had a place where they could keep some non-releasable bald eagles so that people could see the majesty of our national bird. And she approached um, the folks who were running Dollywood at that time early on in our history, and it just seemed like a great fit because of where we're located in the Great Smoky Mountains, and they're still there and thriving, and uh, it's a lot for a lot of our guests. You know, it's the first time they've ever seen a bald eagle up close, and it could be, you could be four, you could be 40, you could be 84, and to me, that's um, such a heartwarming thing to see that and know that we're part a part of showcasing this great symbol of our of our country's heritage. 
That sounds great. Our guest tonight on Travel It Radio has been Ellen Liston, Public Relations Manager for the Dollywood Company. Tell us again how our listeners can learn more about Dollywood. Very easy to remember. Our website is dollywood.com. It has information about the festivals we've been talking about, all our rides, all our attractions, all our food. You can look at Dollywood's Dream War Resort and Spa and see what it would be like to stay there. Also, what it would be like to stay at our new resort that opens in November. Or if you're like me and sometimes I just need a little extra help, all you have to do is call 800-DOLLYWOOD or visit dollywood.com. And that's it for this edition of Travel at Radio. Next week, same time, same station, we'll travel to Nashville Union Station. General Manager Bill Simmons. Now, this is Dan Schlossberg, along with Mary Ellen Nugent-Lee, saying thank you for your time this time. Until next time, good night and stay safe. 